0: up in my headphones
1: charles turning it up hello 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 everybody one and all welcome to yet another very exciting episode of the friends talking fantasy podcast my name is charles and with me today as always is my lifelong friend and co-host dylan
0: I'm ready to talk some fantasy with my friend, Charles.
1: I am ready to talk some fantasy with my friend as well, Dylan, and not just any fantasy today. Because oh. today we are talking about one of the biggest series in fantasy, both in terms of popularity and number of books. <laughs> that is the Wheel of Time. We By Robert Jordan. By Robert Jordan, yes. And we (laughs) recently finished book three, The Dragon Reborn, taking a brief hiatus to bring in some other books onto the show, and we will be back with book four very soon. So while we're waiting, we just still want to keep talking about Wheel of Time.
0: That we do. And because we will be talking about the first three books of The Wheel of Time, if you haven't yet read up to book three, The Dragon Reborn, then now might be a good time to turn this down in your headphones because we will not be holding back from spoilers up through book three. I haven't read past book three, so I <laughs> we will not be spoiling past that, or at least uh, I can guarantee I won't. Um, <laughs> I'll do my best. Right, and Charles won't either, right? And. uh <laughs> But if you have not yet read those first three books of The Wheel of Time, we are really enjoying this epic adventure. So we highly recommend that you check those out if you're ready for, uh, you know, it's an investment in all that. And that's why we have uh, an episode giving first time tips from hashtag Twitter of Time uh, that you can check out too, even if you haven't read The Wheel of Time and you might be able to see if this might be a good series for you. But anyway, that's enough of all that spoiler warnery, warnery? <laughs> now all that spoiler warnery, warning <laughs> stuff, um, it's <laughs> it's a struggle today. All right, <laughs> so uh, that's enough spoiler warning because it's time to get into where we are tier ranking these Wheel of Time characters three books in. And we'll revisit yeah. these things later on, too. We're just saying three books in, where are we at with these characters?
1: That's important. So we're ranking a character as of their performance through book three. Now, if they go on to do something cooler in later books or they get lamer in later books, then we'll revisit the tier list and we'll see how they fare in later books. You know, I think it'll be interesting to compare these characters across across different chunks of the series as we read them. But today, we're doing some just good old-fashioned, fun, tier list rankings for some of the most popular characters in the first three books of Wheel of Time. And let's not delay any longer. Let's get right into it. Dylan, where would you like to start?
0: Well, how about how about Matt? Oh, Let's start with Matt, because Matt is one of the clear fan favorites here, and I want to start with someone that would be interesting to talk about. There's always a lot to talk about with him.
1: That is well said, sir. Matt is definitely one of those ones that on our show, people were like, oh, Dylan, you're going to You're going to love Matt. And even I, when pitching it, I was like, you might like characters like Matt. And that wasn't the case for a while. And I don't remember, like, you know, I was reminding myself when I was rereading, like, well, Matt doesn't have the greatest start for our main protagonists here. He's kind of the one in the back complaining and he doesn't get the chance to shine really until Dragon Reborn.
0: That's true. And Charles, did we already explain what our tiers are here? That there's S, S, A, B, C, D are our options? Yes. We know this is an audio format. We don't have a video format (laughs) for it, but we will be. uh, Yeah, which is, you know, for us, it's really just an excuse to talk about the characters and how we're feeling about them. But we will be sending out on Instagram and Twitter where we land on this tier ranking but let's not do Matt dirty here Charles let's talk about this character that honestly if we were doing our tier ranking for the for the wheel of time for the first time after let's say the great hunt even or (laughs) after the eye of the world let's say I would have a hard time putting Matt even above like C at that point Hmm. because all he does through the eye of the world is basically just like steal that dagger or like I guess steal isn't the right word take that dagger and then he just is like unconscious and being Mischievous and sometimes mean, and not liked by other people, and yeah, I don't know. After the Eye of the World, I might have been putting him as low as it's C or even D. But now he's yeah, <laughs> well, I, I mean, dude, C that is that early affair. on? You make a good after case. After the Eye of the World, yeah, I, I, dude, he does. What is what is there about Matt after the first book that would make you put him above other? characters I don't know but anyway let me let me talk about where he is now which is uh, after the dragon reborn so Matt's arc I guess really starts changing for me when he blows the horn in the great Hunt. Mm -hmm. that was like the first moment where I was like okay wait this guy's got it because he I don't know that horn is all over the place throughout the great Hunt. it's like going from hand to hand to hand to hand and the whole time we're like Dude, someone's gotta <laughs> blow this thing. And I was just waiting for Rand to get over all of his uh you know, especially early on there in Eye of the World and uh in The Great Haunt, this Rand like I'm just a shepherd, like I'm just right. a sheep herder from, from the Two Rivers. Right. right. It's like okay, eventually he's gonna get past that, he's gonna blow this horn. But it's not Rand. It is Matt who finally takes the initiative and blows the horn. And once he does that and then once he's healed from all the stuff he's going through with the dagger, or maybe not all of it, but enough of it to just be himself and he starts getting point of view, his voice is so unique and interesting and a lot of times funny mm-hmm. and he has become one of my top maybe three characters or so, I would say Great. at this point. His yeah, I have more to say on that, Charles, but I'll let I'll let you say something. So <laughs> I
1: appreciate you, I that. Thank you. I I would agree. I think at the end of Eye of the World, Matt's hovering around the C range. I don't know if I have it in my heart to give him D, but you make a case that is worthy of consideration for D. Uh, and then it's by the end of The Great Hunt that he's moving up. And then by the end of Dragon Reborn, he's even higher. Is he S tier not by the end of dragon reborn is he a tier maybe that's i'm thinking he's in the b plus A B minus range so right it depends the kind of mood i'm in I, I think he's got to put respect on the name and nudge it up to <laughs> a but i would do want to hear your thoughts on that
0: i actually i'm thinking a as well charles okay. and a. the only thing that you know he's a- it depends how many characters we're down to put in s but it's like if if i'm saying for me personally and i guess our list here charles is more of a conglomeration of where where we meet in the middle with where we're at with characters or whatever but if i were ranking i would say matt might be like my third favorite character or so so yeah a makes a lot of sense the only thing keeping him from s for me is like the way he makes me cringe with his interactions around women, honestly. Yeah,
1: but I feel like that is very cringy. He gets kind of redeemed in that sense when all the people around him don't put up with it and don't like him for that. So that kind of makes it okay, but it doesn't make him any better. You know, he's got some, you know, at at least it's not endorsed by the author. People, He he does get put down a lot by his friends and things for that kind of behavior. I mean, we talked
0: about this some in our... Dragon Reborn episode, and I think it's kind of in this place with Matt where he's supposed to come off like he's really charming at first to to the women around him, and then he, as they get to know him more, then they realize that he's, like, not as charming, kind of more selfish, and those kind of things, and they get sick of him. And I kind of, that's that's a thing. I feel like I'd like the portrayal of Matt better if people did... T- I just think the things he's doing off the top would be considered kind of uh, creepy, honestly. Right. So like creepy slash
1: cringy behavior plus his yeah. poor showing in the first half of these books puts him... Yeah. Even though he's one of our favorites, you can't give him S. You just can't He
0: has S level moments. He's got like S level S tendencies. Voice (laughs) kinda some S tendencies. And if he can get past some of these more cringy interactions with women, I'd be down to put him into S eventually. We'll see where he goes with all he just needs to mature a lot i think matt and we've got 11 more books for him to do that so i'm hopeful with matt and i'm like his point of view chapters might be the most enjoyable of any any point of view chapters for me it's like him or maybe well we'll get there
1: that's well said yeah. so matt at a we got to keep this thing yes. moving keeping it moving so let's make sure we get a lot more of these main characters out of the way here i'm going to put up let's put up why not elaine let's take a look at yeah. Elaine. yeah <laughs> so elaine is one that is interesting she doesn't appear uh, she has minor appearances in the first book. And she appears a lot more when she joins Nynaeve and Egwene and Min in Tarvalin as this yeah. kind of group. And we talked about in our Dragon Reborn episode that we finally start to see her voice come out a little bit in Dragon Reborn as she finally is kind of like this mediator between two very yes. strong bullheaded people in Nynaeve and Egwene. And she finds her own voice and manages to keep the peace. So we like her for that. And we look forward to seeing more from her. My question is, does she do enough to break out? Um, you're going to say yes, but the break out of C range into B yes. range.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dude. Elaine is at least a B on, um our tier list as a character, I think like she, she definitely early on could use a bit more like voice and something to make her feel more different from some other characters or what have you. But she totally finds that in the dragon reborn and she got our most improved character. She did. Yep. I mean,
1: she I, I, let's I'm happy put to her in give the her B, B Yeah. Category. I'm happy to give her yeah, B. Yeah. 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 So, She's great. I yeah, like and I think she just suffers from not enough screen time and not enough – we want to see more. We want more, and we are looking at her career with great interest as we continue our read of these books. So is there anyone that's pulling you for our next name, Dylan?
0: How about your your guy there, Charles Perrin?
1: Oh, Perrin's a great pick. I, I, I just want to go with uh, – with A right away. Mm-hmm. That's. I'm, I'm trying to find him here. That is where I am going. I don't know what you think Dylan.
0: I think A actually does make a lot of sense. With Perrin. Because he. I think he. He's more consistent than someone like Matt. Like he's like an A. Kind of throughout the whole First, three books where Matt has his like C level moments and then has his S level moments. Yes. But Perrin's just kind of old, reliable, yeah. out there being an interesting, well rounded character, uh, has this kind of co- inner conflict that feels very believable. And I'm gonna say, Perrin, Perrin A, yeah, I think we're on the same page.
1: I agree. He's also like one of these breakthrough characters that you see a lot more of in modern fantasy, this reluctant. Um, hero type, this more humble, modest guy who's who's getting more involved in the grand scheme of this story. So for those reasons, I just really like watching him. He's, Charles. Yeah.
0: What? Isn't Perrin like your favorite character? You don't feel like he's he would be S for you then?
1: He's one of my favorites. I don't know if we can break him through to S because like you said, he's old reliable, right? He's constantly delivering that a level quality but for me s is a highly coveted spot you gotta really grab us and shake us to to, to get to us, grab into us, s. And shake us and perrin is too mild-mannered to to get us there i think he's really well written i think he's one of the most unique voices in roth in the realms of roth in, <laughs> in rj's I work there. um so In that sense, I think he's the most original character Rothfuss has written so far in terms of Rothfuss uh, uh, Rothfuss. RJ has (laughs) written Robert
0: Robert Jordan, Robert Jordan, the the author of of The
1: Wheel of Time. Yes, so (laughs) it's the most unique voice that in terms of like fantasy tropes that he's written, a lot of these characters fall into some pretty hard tropes, and that's good, but I think. You know, Perrin stands out to me as his own mold, kind of. So I, I want to give respect to that. But I want to put respect on the S tier as well. So I'm holding back. But yeah. strong A. I mean, do you think I, he did anything else oh, worthy?
0: No, no. But I guess I thought this might be one where you were like flirting with the idea of putting Perrin in S. And I'd have to be like, you know, he's great, but let's give him that A because he's the because of all the points you just made. I just thought you'd be a little higher on Perrin than you are, but you're kind of where I'm at. I mean, I A is very
1: commendable a is great. and yeah. he deserves he's up there with Matt and he that's where he deserves to be. And I you said it well where Matt's got peaks and valleys, but Perrin's just this plateau at A. And that's right. how they both are able to stand together there. So, Perrin A Let's move on. Let's try. uh, Do you have any? There's so many to choose from. We got so many to go. Is there anyone pulling you strongly any direction?
0: Let's go with Nynaeve. Why not?
1: Ooh, Nynaeve. That is a good one. I honestly don't know where to put Nynaeve. She has some of my favorite moments in these first three books. That has her flirting with S for me. Wow. With S.
0: I mean, here's where I'm at, Charles. I think if I was left to my own devices, I might put her in A. and But I feel able to be talked up to S. So gi- give me what's making you think that she might be S.
1: Here's why I think she might be S. First of all, she her, her moments in the trials of the accepted or some of the best yes. moments in these three books, and I want to put respect on that. Her trials that are sense. incredibly well written and super interesting, and a lot of that has to do with Nynaeve as a character. I'm also interested in where her story's going. Her internal mm-hmm. conflict is very interesting. She's training to be an Aes Sedai, but she hates Aes Sedai. Mm-hmm. and how does that? Yeah, how does that play itself out? her responsibility as a, you know, wisdom leader of the two rivers and how she had to leave that responsibility behind to pursue something greater is just super thought provoking and interesting. And Matt and Perrin have great moments, but they don't pick at my brain like Nynaeve does and has me thinking of themes and interesting elements of responsibility and power yeah. like Nynaeve does. So she's definitely a super strong A. My only thing is there's a lot that had Like there's the romance plot braid line pulling. with Nynaeve. There's the braid pulling. There's that stubborn, bullheaded behavior over and over again yeah. that kind of holds her back a little bit. But is it enough to hold her back from S? I She's like
0: an A plus or an S minus is kind of where <laughs> I feel like. And I think you make a great point she has these really shining moments. She has, I'm just, I'll also say uh, maybe it's good for us to clarify. We're rating the characters more on like how compelling they are than like likable or anything like that. I think Nynaeve is part of what makes her such a compelling character is that she's so rough around the edges and not as likable as some other characters might be. Right. Um, and she's so compelling because she has that inner conflict you were talking about, Charles, where she's uh, like she has risen to this position of responsibility at a very young age and yes. has had to step into this older sister, mother type role with a lot of the other characters in a way that like she wouldn't be able to, and she wouldn't be able to be taken seriously in if she acted less bullheaded, yes. less uh yes, yeah like, exactly. did it so I don't know, and even just as we're talking here, Charles she's like I find myself very interested in the stuff that starts coming up when we talk about Nynaeve. Me too. Um so Let's let's give her an S Whoa. tier ranking. Let's just do it. Da, we don't have an S tier yet. Nine so. Eve yeah. S. We'll, I am we'll see happy if that with ends up that. Controversial. It's as yeah. you
1: started exploring it, and I was like, I could talk more and more about Nine Eve's character right. more so than Matt, more so than Perrin. So it's either Matt and Parent aren't As, which I don't think that's the case. So I think it's Nine Eve is the S. Wow, yeah. I love that. Okay, Nine I'm, Eve is S. Yeah, I'm curious to
0: see if people react to that one. Because I feel like (laughs) sometimes people... This comes up for us a a lot, Charles, I feel like, where it's like we're so focused on this, like, they're compelling, they're interesting, and like, blah, blah, blah. And then people are like, I don't like that person. Like, I don't like that character because they're, like, annoying. Yeah, And I think that Nynaeve is a character that's like very very compelling and is also like very aggravating for a lot of people yeah, and, the there's, a of of a character and there's a good character and there's
1: a good person you know that's we talk yes. about that constantly and we're willing to give Nine even S because we think she's a good character
0: and deep down a good person deep down, just a an aggravating pe- just, person just, to yeah, be around you gotta,
1: you gotta work yeah. through that rough exterior and you know who was able to do that was Land. Ooh,
0: that's <laughs> such a great seg Charles Thank you're pro you. so, so we've Lan, got
1: Land. yeah and yeah I don't know, Dylan. Like, for me, C or B for Whoa, Lan. Whoa,
0: C is harsh for Lan.
1: What does he do beyond be the sword guy? That's my...
0: I think... I don't know. I C, you're saying he's, like, the clear worst character we've talked about yet? I guess
1: we've talked about a lot of good I think Lan but... is a good, like... Litmus test of okay, are you better than land? Then you're good. Are you worse better than, than land? land? Then you're bad. And land is just kind of in the middle. I think, but he, the middle would be a B. I think the middle. I think C is average, man. C is C average. is average. If you
0: okay, this is my other issue with out. You're is, not gonna like. Nice is, spent is, time talking about S is no Charles the S A B C D thing is because we're afraid to accept the fact that if we went with. This, like, A, B, C, D, F ranking, which is like more sensible to me, then we would be giving characters F's and then people would be upset. So I'm like, C might be average if you do a letter grading thing the way that, like, it's done in school. But honestly, Charles, a C here is the second lowest ranking. It's not the middle. And if you think he's middle, I think he's a B. Like, I. I don't know. But I mean, let's talk about Lan as a character, not tier list as a format. Uh, I'll save that for our <laughs> podcast logistic meetings. But um the <laughs> the thing about Lan that I find interesting is we talked about this in our sidekicks I stole the show uh, episode some, which is he's a natural born leader but he's almost relegated to this sidekick position. And that inner turmoil and conflict that you watch him live out in his relationship with Moraine and his interactions with Nynaeve too, where he's like, I'm not a leader who can choose what I'm going to do. And if I could choose that, I'd probably like follow my heart and be with you and those kind of things. But instead I have to like kind of follow Moraine around. I think, I don't know. I just think there's like, he's got legs as a character in a way that I don't really feel comfortable giving him a C. I want to give him a B. Uh, I mean, we'll get to C characters,
1: Charles. We're talking about like the I, best ones. Your, your most compelling argument is that you know, C is kind of below average. I, as a, but For me, <laughs> as a character, yes, he has legs, but what has he done? Nothing. And is his relationship with Nynaeve even good or interesting or well-founded? I don't think so i read it and i was like this relationship's kind of coming out of nowhere and i'm not that's not
0: most based on the phantology best romances poll charles uh i think most people disagree with you there well i don't think they're going you know
1: like it i what we've read so far do you think there's a case to be made that it's one of the best romances in fantasy
0: i think any case can be made I, you know, people have their would own you taste make the as case? To what they like. I would not personally exactly. There's a I reason we either. didn't include Lan and Nynaeve as one of our top three romances. We'll see where it goes down the line because I don't. I don't know, and it's really hard for me. Three out of fourteen books in to tell people who've read fourteen books anything about like what what would be the best romance they've got 11 books of development and all this kind of stuff to see where it goes but all anyway all that being said I'm not they're not my favorite romance I'm not telling you go put Lan up in S to, so he can be with Nynaeve forever I'm saying like <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying B's if you fine. think he's average give him a B I think That's he's
1: average saying. I'll give him the B his you know, he's got average
0: li- for a Wheel of Time character, which is yes, still good. Which is
1: still good, yes. Amongst yeah. his peers, he's average.
0: Yes. And the whole list is relative to a exactly. Wheel of Time, not like big picture, like this character gets a D. It's like this character gets a D potentially compared to other Wheel of Time characters, I guess. Exactly.
1: Exactly. And that is why I think B is good. You can make the case for C, but I'm happy with B. Um, Let's move on to our next character. Pull a name out of a hat here. Is there someone grabbing your interest? Well,
0: let's talk Ingt- Ingtar, Charles. Oh, Ingtar.
1: Ingtar. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me, so what do you, you think? Need, yeah,
0: we need some perspective here, Charles. All right. Let's talk about Ingtar. So do you want me to? Yeah, go Ingtar? for it. Sure. So, Ingtar is the character who is, like, leading the hunt for the horn in a lot of ways. He's got this, for me, kind of one-dimensional note of, like, I want the horn. I want the horn. I want the horn. And uh, I hope people don't love Ingtar. I never see people talking about him. (laughs) But, like, that, I was like, geez, like, this guy he needs a little more depth and it feels like the way that rj tried to give him depth was with this kind of like reveal at the end of the great hunt that the whole time he had been a traitor but then he was inspired by rand to like <laughs> not be a traitor anymore and the whole thing to me like there are so many like the great hunt has so many amazing moments this was not one of them for me yeah and Inktar, i i don't think i ever really got him as a character I don't think I was ever really intrigued by him as a character and I think I would be honestly fine giving him a a D if not a C if you want to push
1: Uh, yeah C doesn't do it for me C at the most I agree that reveal at the end of like I was a dark friend but seeing you Rand do yeah. something inspired me to sacrifice myself right now, and you're like, "What is happening?" So let's give that D. Like, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? We gotta give you that. A it, D. Charles, you're,
0: you're dropping amazing. I'm loving your quotes today.
1: <laughs> it's like, like that. We, something has to get a D, and I feel like the rushed, unearned, not even interesting twists reveals heroic death. It all fell flat and so amongst his peers, he is a D. So that is totally fine with me to put Ingtar at at D. Let's bring in someone with a bit higher of a pedigree. Let let's bring in let's bring in Min. Min's, Min's an interesting case because is, yeah. she starts off as kind of this character you run into for a little bit. She's the fortune teller machine. And then she comes back and she has like this whole roguish bit to her and these romance potentially things going to her and she's becoming more in intertwined with Egwene and Elaine. And she's yeah. like the third person in that trio. So how does she compare? Is the question. Does she hold up with Elaine at B? Better, worse? Where are we thinking?
0: I think that Min is a character at this point, three books in, as a first-time reader here, is more intriguing in a lot of ways than a character like Elaine, but has done less to sh- like less at this point to make me. I guess attached to her as a character right. than Elaine has. So it's kind of like I, I see her around the same level as Elaine. I do, I'm leaning toward B right off the bat mm-hmm. with Min, where she's, I think she's like a good character. I'm just, I've been waiting to see more from her, and she has all of this interesting stuff going on with the prophecies she can give when she is on the page she does kind of jump off the page when she's when she's doing stuff
1: that's true Um, but
0: she's just hasn't had the same i think attention given to her yet as someone like elaine um and definitely not as like the people some of these others we talked about like matt parent and stuff so i'm kind of leaning toward B. I do see her as like i'm more interested in her as a character than land maybe so if if we're splitting up among the b tier she'd definitely be at the higher end but yeah she's right. a B that's a well said
1: i think like you said she's more interesting than land but not enough to make her a she's got right. she jumps off the page i agree especially in the later books when you get kind of this like the no spoilers the- charles I'm talking about book three, like the later books of the, oh, ones, later we've books of the yeah, ones we've like read. The, gotcha. Like the fallacy of fortune telling and prophecy. Yeah. And that's super interesting. But then she kind of gets shoehorned into these things like, oh, I'm wearing britches. And right. oh, I, I, I love Rand too. It's like, you do? Based on what? <laughs> so like those kind of things pull her back. The fact she didn't really get to do much pulls her back. But we think she's super interesting and she jumps off the page and she's one of the crew so you gotta give yeah. her love for that so be all the way for men I agree completely cool that's where she belongs uh, let's pull up here's one that I think is interesting Tom Maryland
0: yeah Tom is interesting <laughs> I, I guess the Tom thing I'll start by saying He seems to be one of the most beloved characters in this series. When I just communicate with people on Twitter and stuff like that, he comes up all the time. And I I guess I see his charm and I see him almost as one of these characters that if this was like a likability or like charisma or like those kind of things, if that's what we were ranking these characters by, he'd be way up. And we'd move naive way down and blah 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 blah, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's a character that I see why people latch onto him as someone they like. For me I yeah, I don't know. He's never j- jumped off the page as particularly interest Ding in the same at the mm. same level as some of these other characters he's a good character step back and think about it but as wheel of time characters go i think i think that there's better to offer from some of these ones we've talked about before
1: that's well said i think what saves tom from mediocrity is his voice like so many of these characters like even perrin and rand when they talk you're like this is so boring but when tom talks Shh. at least something He's got an interesting voice, and I have to give credit to Michael Kramer. He breathes so much life into mm. Tom. I think Tom is his best performance in the audiobooks. Mm. Um, Michael Kramer being the audiobook yes. narrator for alongside the Wilson, Kate Redding. alongside Kate yeah. Reading. But I think of all of Michael Kramer's performances, I think Tom is his best, and I think that comes a lot from Tom being such a understandable character you he's just a natural flowing character his dialogue is very honest and in the beginning of eye of the world that's not easy to find there's so much still sticking to that lord of the rings structure with some of these characters that tom comes in and he's like just sweeping the up the adventure and taking like taking the kids under his wing and i want to give him respect for that but then there's things where he's Honestly, like a bit of a womanizer type. Like, I'm not too crazy about that. And he doesn't really do too, too much. I'm thinking he's a strong B. That's what I'm thinking.
0: Yeah, I'm with you there, Charles.
1: All right, let's move it right along. Strong B for Tom. Who shall we talk about next? Uh,
0: Let's talk about lanfear charles Uh, let's throw lanfear
1: okay lanfear yeah all right all right all right
0: so this is a character that is it's hard to know at this point i guess i have a theory that has looked more and more accurate but just has not explicitly been revealed uh, technically that Celine is lanfear so i'm gonna work under the assumption that those characters are the same when i'm trying to make this ranking here charles okay uh, so i think she she's like in, much more interesting from her role in the plot than she's been so far from like a compelling character i guess like we just we talked a little bit about one dimension from ingtar <laughs> um i think Landfair has more depth than ingtar from what i can see but she is kind of just this like go for glory blow the horn like whatever type
1: character in a lot of ways she's so fine she's fine like, but like she comes in right away and she's like you should be the one that blows the horn right and Renda's like. Should I be suspicious of her? She looks suspicious and she sounds suspicious, and you're like, okay, okay, okay. So, in that sense, like I'm looking at the B tier and I see Elaine, Lan, Min, Tom. Yeah. You cannot put put Lanfear in that company, but she's not, Not she's not like, there's nothing essentially wrong. Maybe she's a bit too, I'm going to say, basic (laughs) for my taste. So, I think that gets her in the C range. I'm with you. All right. Lanfear in C. An, it, that was an interesting pick. I like it. I was kind of, yeah.
0: Part of it was I was seeing if we just pick all the like top characters, we're just gonna end up with such a top heavy list. So we gotta,
1: we gotta pat it out. F- yeah. So let's get some other people in here. Let how about Tam, Rand's father?
0: Just haven't seen enough from him. I feel like it's like, what does Tam do? Like Tam <laughs> sits around and like gets gets his butt kicked by uh, a bunch of Trollocs and then like we know he was he is a he has some sort of history as to why he has that sword uh but he just kind of like gets fever dreams and uh gives away like really big plot points that I have to make sure I highlight when he's saying them and he's like I'm not your father Rand and then Rand is like yes you are come on dude (laughs) like you're totally my father yeah and then he's
1: like well I'll see you later bye and then into obscurity for tam yeah so i'm happy to like i don't know if he deserves the d but uh, (laughs) but he definitely (laughs) gets the c (laughs) 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 but i think he definitely lands in c category
0: yeah i
1: it's a low c though and that's only because of the just the pure lack of screen time and yeah. not because you have anything that he's done or anything we don't like about him. Just the fact that he's so obscure at this point puts him in C. So that is Tam Althor, Rand's father. How about. Well. Well. <laughs> Charles, don't be Rand here. <laughs> he is his father. He is. <laughs> Rand's just a, sh- a sheepherder from the two rivers. Yeah. My father is Tam Althor. <laughs> So who shall we, uh, bring into the fray now? How about
0: uh, <laughs> let's let's talk Egwene. It's time, Charles. Oh
1: boy, I think I know where this is going, but I'll let you bring us into it.
0: Yeah, I mean, Egwene is my favorite character so far. I think she has such an interesting, uh, such an interesting and fresh uh, like i want to say initiative to her and pluckiness and uh, just proactiveness in a way in which in a series i've said this before kind of like in a series characterized by a bunch of reluctant characters i love that iguan Egwene- is just like, look, I'm not an innkeeper's daughter anymore. Once I decided I was going off here, I'm like, I'm going to train for an I- being an Aes Sedai. I'm going to learn how to do magic and channel. And if we end up in these situations where folks are threatening me, I'm going to make Earth blow up near them, even if I'm not particularly powerful. She tries to take on uh, the like really tough, <laughs> like forsaken level opponents in the eye of the world, even though she's totally not ready for it. And I, I love that. Yeah. That pluckiness. And she's so she's intrepid Charles. And she also gets some of these really interesting moments, like test of the accepted level moments. She has that awesome, like, is this all there is for me <laughs> yeah. speech from yeah. Kate? Like that, uh, you, yeah. uh, you played that after the show for me from Kate Redding. And it's <laughs> such a brilliant performance. Yes. And it's like, give, Kate Redding for her portrayal of Egwene, whatever the audiobook equivalent of an Oscar is. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah like, I would. agree. I know there there is an award. I just can't think. It's like an Audi or something, an Audi or whatever. Yeah. But I, I, I don't quote me on that, listeners. But uh, there's an award for that. Like give it to Kate Redding for her portrayal of Egwene there, and give Egwene props. Put her in the S dear Charles. It's you gotta
1: do it, man. Ooh, She's so good. I. I'm okay with that. You know, I think for the longest time she was at A and she's got a lot of S tendencies and you just got to re- respect that speech you're talking about. I I'm happy to put her in S up in with 9 Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it wasn't until later showings. I I feel like in eye of the world she's A and That's fair. maybe even in the great hunt she's A. Actually no, because I the really Demonte like the Damani stuff. stuff. You like a yeah, lot. she's got a very S, like S, her. S. Yeah, <laughs>
0: and just that moment, Charles, where she's like trying to just basically—I think she was trying to strangle the person who had who was, had her in the Damani position uh, after she escapes, and she's like going to kill the person. Basically, it, she's intense, and I. I don't know. I mean, that's, again, not a thing that makes her more likable, but it's a thing that brings more depth to a character that is like one of the heroes and is a character that we root for in a protagonist. But it's like, I don't know, she feels very, there's just something very genuine to her as a character that not, not all the characters have that much authenticity to them. It's she's uh well she's such a great character.
1: Great character. Alright. Let's see here. We gotta come up with a few of these quick. So how about Padon Fane? I think we gotta get more villainous characters in the mix. And Padon Fane is one of the main ones. This character to me is one of the more interesting in terms of what is going on with this person. Um There's this combination of the corruption from the dagger and being a dark friend and the amount of atrocities that this character commits, the level of violence he's willing to go to, his voice and how Robert Jordan has written his dialogue and his internal monologues. It breaks the pacing of this book whenever he comes on and we get his POV. And for those reasons, I'm sitting in the A-range
0: I'm not a pat on Fane fan, Charles. Late on I I don't know, the guy he doesn't interest me much as a villain. I think I like villains that are well rounded and think of themselves as as heroes. I know we don't get a lot of that <laughs> in the Wheel of you Time. Do not. Uh, and Pat he's like worse Gollum is kind of how I think of him. He is a it's Gollum-esque like,
1: type. Yeah. But like
0: he's evil. But he's not as interesting to me as Gollum, and he's like, and that's he's not as because interesting Gollum as is Gollum. well-rounded, yeah. and like, I don't, I mean, I don't know if Gollum would think of himself as a hero, but he's like this, like, he's not an outright villain. And Pat on Fane, where he really lost me, Charles, I've talked about this before in some of our Byread episodes, the guy in his own internal monologue, is like, I'm going to do stuff like a worm. Like, I'm going to burrow in here like a worm. It's like, dude, no one thinks of themselves like a worm. Like, put him, like, yeah, I see you putting him lower out to, I'll agree with B, he doesn't do it for me, and honestly, if I was left to my own devices, he might be C, and Ooh, well, that's C. why we're in the
1: middle. Uh, he's, got a, he's got too much flavor in him to, to be in C. I will agree he's a bit one-dimensional, and he's villain, 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 but, he is kind of an outlier in a lot of ways, like not as much as Gollum is an outlier in the Lord of the Rings story. But yeah, I don't know. He's he's kind of interesting. I don't think he deserves the C. I think he's right there on the cusp. So I'll give him the B. Uh, okay. So let's get one of these main characters in here, Dylan. Let's go ahead and get one of the big ones. Let's get Moraine in the mix. Ooh. I know you got strong feelings about Moraine.
0: Yeah, again, a character that sticks out to me for being proactive in ways that not a lot of characters in this series tend to be. Uh, she gets that, like, one of my favorite moments, maybe my favorite moment in the whole series so far, where she just, while Bilal, one of the Forsaken, is like laughing at her, like, oh, I'm so powerful, whatever, Moraine just steps in doesn't hesitate and bail fires him (laughs) and just incinerates him. And it's like those moments for me just stick out in ways that, yeah, like very few, if any other moments in the entire wheel of time stick out. I think you could talk, I I would probably left to my own devices, give her an S for those moments, Hmm. but you could talk me down maybe to an A, but I don't know. She's awesome.
1: It's hard when you're considering all the Wheel of Time characters not to put Moraine at the top. Yes. Um, okay. The, yeah. qu- the question is, is she better than Nynaeve or Egwene, or is she on the same level? And I'm happy well, to put her on the same level. You know, There's nothing higher. I know there's I... nothing higher, yeah. but I'm just making sure we have these in the right... The, yeah. Like, if this doesn't affect the tier ranking, like, do we need an F and then <laughs> hold the S to a higher standard is what I don't know. But... I think we can uh, keep it as it is and th- Yeah. keep Moraine up there with Nynaeve and Egwene. I think if you wanted to put Nynaeve down
0: to A, I would I would definitely be okay with that. Um but uh, I was, true. Yeah. It's like if we honestly if we, we talked need to, about Egwene uh, and Moraine first, then we
1: probably would have put Nynaeve in A, I bet. Uh I would still be on the fence because Nynaeve has one of my favorite moments, but I'm happy to do that. I think we got to put more. The S tier can't have like three people in it. It needs to be a more exclusive club. And okay. if one of those characters had to go, it would be naive. And right. she's just an A plus kind of situation, I think is fair. Yeah. And I think a lot of the Wheel of Time fans out there uh, would agree with this move. <laughs> so, Oh, I'm yeah. I thought to... it might be
0: controversial if we put her in S, honestly, where... People get bugged by it. and there's like braid pulling and things like that. Yeah, that okay. Kind of would make it be like okay, even if she's fantastic in every other way, you could argue just to right. downgrade her for being That's for fair. that. I do want to make the stuff S being tier annoying.
1: a bit more exclusive, so we can't have That's more fair. S tiers than A tiers. So gotta put That's her fair. in A. Uh, great. So should we do like a rapid fire of some of these more minor characters, minor ones, yeah. as we work our way? All right. So okay. rapid fire. We got balthamel who immediately is one of the forsaken who gets immediately murked by the green man in the eye of the world <laughs> like this is supposed to be the big bad of this book doesn't last
0: i say d i don't know if he's big bad
1: he is for the that be- book
0: bealzaman was still the big bad of that book i would say
1: yeah but this is we the, have to, this is the final yeah. showdown yeah, but Big Bad is, yeah, like, above yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, what, what, yeah. Do you agree with D or would you Yes. Put, okay. <laughs> so, next, we've got... Let's put, while we're at it, Balal, as you had mentioned, got destroyed by Moraine in an epic moment. Perhaps your favorite moment in the series. Yeah. Does that move him <laughs> up as a character for yeah. getting destroyed?
0: <laughs> I think it's, like, if you think of what the character does for Robert Jordan as a part of this, this story... He does a lot more than Balthamel does and is like more, I don't know if he is personally more interesting, but it's like the use of that character is more interesting. So, yeah, give him a C.
1: Give him a C. Elias, the other wolf brother that saves Perrin and Egwene and helps Perrin realize who, what his, like, for lack of a better word, powers are. This guy, he's kind of interesting. Um, Yeah. He's hovering around the sea range for me.
0: For me, he's more interesting than Pat on Fane by, like, how are we putting Pat on Fane? If you want to get, either of those I agree with, Charles. I know it's rapid fire time.
1: All right, well, let's, I'll move Pat on Fane down and I'll put Elias <laughs> down. They're all in okay. C now. That's gotcha. fine with me. Uh, oh, that's Elias. So keeping this rapid fire going, pew, 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 uh, Fail, Fail. she doesn't make an appearance until book three. She is the raven that was foretold by Min to Perrin and Parents like, is she attractive? Is she not attractive? I don't know. <laughs> the big, the big conflict. <laughs> and,
0: uh, yeah. Poor no, parents. Not, not my favorite. That whole stick. No, but she's, she's... weird. <laughs> You're <were> right. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, looks like. Are you leaning a direction? It's rapid fire, Charles. Um,
1: B or C? I don't care. Do you have a preference? I think she's uh, kind of average. Yeah. And if we're good. saying B is middle of the it's road, it's
0: tough to. Dude, Elaine is such a i don't know she might be c elaine and
1: oh yeah elaine min tom yeah that's R B. b yeah so let's put her yeah. in c that's I, yeah. fair she's she's c easy c okay um now we have let's just do quickly galad and gawin <laughs> uh two very distinct characters dylan um
0: i d i i'm sorry real time fans I struggle to tell these two apart sometimes. I know one of them is, I know they're both basically, <laughs> I might get hate. They are both to my knowledge, like honorable to some degree. And like the other character is like handsome, which is like, come on, have a better character trait. <laughs> and, honorable to some degree and handsome to some degree and one of them's particularly known for being honorable and one of them's particularly known for being handsome and it's like you can do rj you can and have done better just put them both in c honestly
1: both in c i'm happy with that yeah one is tall and handsome with brown hair the other is tall and handsome with blonde hair dylan their personalities could not be more different yeah (laughs) and i'm seeing the c
0: is getting filled up a lot here charles and it makes me wonder if maybe we can rearrange a little bit at the end to
1: We can yeah. do uh we can do yeah. a rearrange, but I think we're in a good place with a few minor edits, but these minor characters are helping us get a sense of these tiers and where they stand. Right. Um, another really rapid fire one lose Theron Telemond we get from the prologue. I, I feel like it's almost kinda unfair because the prologue is super good. Yeah. But I, is is that how we can rank loose Theron? like it's it's a shame to put him dude, with give like him a b at least with elaine and tom who get so much more screen time but respect dude, to they, the prologue yeah that prologue's incredible prologue is incredible and he's like his his legend
0: lingers in the story mm-hmm. in a it's like uh i went again loose there yes right yes his so, story yeah. does
1: linger okay queen morgay's Queen Morgays, the, the, the Queen of Andor, Mother of Elaine, and Gawain and Galad.
0: I kind of... Yeah.
1: I, C or B. C or B. I thought that whole thing where Rand falls it's... in the garden and she's like, okay, I'll let you go or whatever, this, that, that. I'm like, okay. like I don't quite get what's happening in here. It's weird that you'd like be holding him hostage and also letting him go. I don't know. So C for me is fine. And she hasn't really done anything. Not a lot of screen, not time a lot either. of screen time. And that's her biggest, that's the biggest reason she's in C. So more gays. And then the Amelin seat, I'm going to try and say this. Swan Sanjay. Sure. Uh, c or b again to me i'm happy oh, man i i want to put her higher than more gays but then i see elaine and min and tom that's what i was saying charles <laughs> is like that's why i was thinking there might be some rearranging to do to like even move
0: like elaine and min up to a uh and then get some other characters there in c right now like fail is better than galad and gawain and stuff and is get she though? Up i to... feel like
1: Fail, galad and gawain are like pretty comparable F- f- Fail. 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 Okay. It's pronounced Fail. Kind of with a v, yeah. I feel like they're all I comparable
0: like, or Elias Elias is probably B in our new little arrangement here okay. so it'd be like because like should this I feel like the one the the listeners can't see this but right now our C well, looks like the like one that's sticking out really far because we have a lot of characters in it and I feel like that should be the B the middle right so we'll rearrange more but that's well, so
1: there I'm was at. some movement so a tier is now Matt Perrin, Nynaeve and we put Min and Elaine in there which I think is yeah. good b tier we have Lan, Tom, Luce Theron, Swan, Sanche and Elias now Swan, Swan Sanche I might move down that's like too high for her but I do uh, like that she's got all those fishing puns and all that she she's fun I liked reading her but I don't know if she stands Leave up with Lan and Tom. She's more like a B minus. And then C, you have Lanfear, Tam, Balal, Padonthain, Vail, Galad, Gawain, and Morgays, which I, I'm okay with that. So that ends the rapid fire section. There's really only two big characters left, and that oh. is the great Randall Thor and Loyal the Ogier. Let's do Loyal the Ogier. Oh, God. <laughs> We've been saving this one towards the end. And that is because Loyal's kind of taken on a second life on our show on Twitter, hasn't he, Dylan? Yep.
0: Yes, he has, Charles. <laughs> I don't have a lot... Well, actually, I guess I do have a lot to say about Loyal. He, yeah, Loyal, there's like a thing now Oh, uh, that I... You know, I don't like Loyal. It's like a meme. Uh, I... I feel like the thing about loyal that gets me is he's always saying not to be hasty. Meanwhile, he's not really doing anything to move the the plot along and which it would be fine if I was interested in him as a character, but he's also kind of this like one dimensional, like he seems nice. He wants to write a book, I, I, I guess. Uh, he <laughs> is, he is loyal both with an I and with a Y like I, I mean, you know, his name is the same as a characteristic he holds. Maybe that passes for being a good character or something. Um, But I don't know. He's just like sitting there saying he wants to write a book. He's along for the ride, saying how everyone's Talviran. And then he's like, oh, I like I want to write a book. And then what he does that bothers me, Charles, is maybe I'm a little bit hasty (laughs) as we've Known, uh, and when he's not moving things along, and I'm feeling like, "Come on, let's go, let's do something!" Like, "Come on, Loyal, do something here." He's like, "Don't be hasty, Dylan," and I feel invalidated, honestly, <laughs> by Loyal and the way he interacts with me as a reader. So, I, I honestly, I don't even know what to do with him, tier-wise. I'm just gonna let you
1: decide. I've <laughs> said, I've kind of said my You're abstaining. <laughs> I look, I'm looking at this list. He is one of the main ensemble. He's a unique voice. Fans remember him. We're talking about him. He's not A, <laughs> but no. I, he's B. He's B. I mean... You're going to put him on the same level as Lanfear and Tam and Bilal. And, like, no. He's with Lan I'm and Tom and in, Elias. I'm more interested
0: in Lanfear than I am in, in Loyal. What? Yeah. This at least is,
1: she's doing stuff. Dude, I think you, you got to work with me a little bit, work with the fans, and let's get him in B. Come on. Like, he's one of the main cast. He's not one of the better ones, which is why he's not an A. But he's up there with Lan and Tom. Come on.
0: A. Okay. At least B, with I the mean. B. But Lan and Tom, those are he's the lower end you have to even you charles have to think that loyal's on the lower end of this b B
1: minus is fine and tom i can i can i can get on board with that but i mean i'm glad we yeah let's
0: i'm glad we rearranged because at one point elaine and min were in this yeah elaine and min and you cannot put loyal with them no no you cannot
1: yeah that was a that that Open the tier rankings. It made it more obvious. It made it easier to put loyal right, right. here and B. Um, okay. So also, yeah. I that's fair. I think that's good. Well, let us be hasty and move on to the end, the showstopper here, the one and only main character, Dragon Reborn Rand Al Thor. Where are we thinking with Rand? I think that. So there's so much to say. I now, know. Rand. The issue with Rand like, at the beginning is uh, he's like repeating obvious stuff. He's not getting it fast enough. He's fallen into this like oak oh, like just your standard protagonist guy. Right. And it's not until Dragon Reborn that we get to see a little flavor with Rand, and he starts to kind of grow into this image of him we've been told over and over. So it's like judging him along all three Books. I'm leaning towards a tier for Rand. Honestly, I am
0: too. Like I thought Rand would be this big conversation, but by doing this at the end, I'm kind of looking above the A tier and seeing Egwene and Moraine there all by their lonesome, (laughs) and then I'm looking at below the A tier and seeing loyal. In the, you know yeah. in the B tier, and I'm like, where else would Rand belong but <laughs> yeah. between? Yeah, <laughs> I like, think some loyal might expect a, to put him in S, Moraine. but I don't oh, think he's on.
1: S. And there's a lot of reasons yeah. why. This whole I'm a shepherd from the two rivers. eyes aren't gonna pull my strings you're like okay like whatever and you're six foot three and super handsome and all powerful like that's really cool man all the women love you like cool dude uh good for you but there's no that's not enough reason for me to put you in s like Egwene and moraine are doing stuff they're having inner turmoil they're figuring things out they're the center of a lot of these really interesting stories in different places and and i don't know man a grand for me is not at that level. He's getting to that level. Like I was super interested in him in Dragon Reborn. And that's the least screen time we had with him by far. It was getting out of his head and seeing him removed. That is what bumped him up to a high A for me.
0: I'm totally with you, Charles, the Dragon Reborn sticks out as a book in the series so far by letting Rand kind of get some distance and letting him, breathe a little bit of not having the point of view so tight on top of him whereas we like, feel like we're sitting with him in all of his reluctance and questioning and all this kind of stuff and we get to see what other people see in Rand, which is this epic character out there doing all of these really cool things. And if, you know, honestly, if you asked me after the Eye of the World, or even after the Great Hunt, I might even have been pushing to put Rand in B, but I think he makes a lot of sense after the Dragon Reborn, sitting in this A tier. And I'm, yeah, and Charles, can we... At least have a little brief convo after battle tiny bit of even further rearranging. Uh yeah, here, I mean if just to get it all right.
1: If, if you're happy with Rand at A Yes. Okay, so we have completed the character tier list. Hooray. Now we'll woo-hoo! take a review. Woo yay. Now let's go did the thing. or go into review. Um Ooh. and this is where we'll make any slight adjustments. Dylan, what is popping out at you?
0: What's popping out to me now seeing I know the listeners can't see this thing, but it's that the C list is the one that is sticking out farthest, like has the most characters in it. And I think that's not fair to Wheel of Time as a series to say. And that I think that just like, goes by the characters, the characters that we
1: chose, right? Like we added a lot of characters that, you know, aren't the main well, characters.
0: I think And honestly, part of why it's sticking out in that way is because I think that we have... Honestly, I think we could get characters like Pat on Fane, who you were pushing for, and I was the one who dragged him down to a C. Like, I think we can move him up to a B now that I... My issue was seeing him next to people like Elaine and Min and being like, no. But now, if we move Pat on Fane up to B... I think we're already doing a little bit better and maybe even moving someone else down to D. I was going to say either Bilal
1: yeah. or Morgay. I think Bilal's got to just go down.
0: Sure. I mean, it's really Moraine who gets the awesomeness of that moment with Bilal, so it's not Bilal. He serves a good purpose. In the story, but as a character, what does he do for us? Yeah, nothing. So,
1: right, exactly.
0: I kind of think... And then the only last bit to discuss looking at this is now we have moved We have moved Nynaeve to the A tier when we wanted her in S. Do we want to revisit that, or do we feel very comfortable with where we're at?
1: I think you could make a case either way. Um, oh, see, honestly... Oh, it's tough. It's tough. Um <laughs> we're waffling on this. I'm one. waffling. I wanna yeah. respect the exclusivity of the S tier. three okay. is too many. And I, but what I'm asking myself is is Egwene definitely a better like definitely a notch above Nynaeve. Is Moraine definitely a notch above Nynaeve?
0: I, I it's close. It's
1: so close. I think so. The braid pulling, at least. At the very yeah. least. We got to remind she ourselves. She was pulled
0: down to the A tier by her braid. <laughs> <laughs> well said. She was in the S tier, and then we had her tugged down to the A tier. One
1: last braid pull for Nynaeve at the end of the Dragon Report. <laughs> I I think that's fair. The only thing that's sticking out to me is, like, Swan Sanche punching above her weight in the in the B tier. She's in really good company.
0: She it, Like, the two that are, or maybe even three in the B tier... So, if we read the B tier, it's Lan, Tom, Luce Theron, Elias, Loyal, <laughs> Swan... And Pat on Fane, and it's kind of like, I, I actually feel very comfortable with it, but it's interesting seeing characters like Elias and uh, Swan there alongside some of these people who get, and Luce Theron, of course, as people who get way more screen time yeah, or, or page time.
1: I just don't know if, is, is Tom an A?
0: I don't- I think you could easily make that case, at the, just looking at where
1: it is now. Because- I mean, I'd be down because we're putting like, and if you put Tom in a, where does land stand?
0: You could potentially put him in either of those Charles. If you made a case for a, I'd be, I'd be up for it. I think Tom would make more sense than land,
1: but well, okay. I think just, we got to put Tom in, in a, I think, I think that, that looks good. That looks better. That looks good. Yeah. Yeah, and then putting Lan in B, I'm kind of happy with that because Lan, I wanted to see more than just yeah. the stereotypical stoic sword guy. And the relationship with Nynaeve is not fleshed out enough either. Agreed. So, yet. I'm yet, or who knows. But as of book three, <laughs> I'm not sold. So, I think that's got to pull him down. Like,
0: I mean, he certainly can't go on the same tier as Nynaeve. No, I mean, he that's cannot. where it really starts being like,
1: yeah. Yeah, Nynaeve is like A plus, and then the rest of these characters, like maybe Nynaeve and Rand and, are like, or Matt yeah. are A plus, and then you have Perrin, Min, Elaine, Tom. You know, like, I, I I'm happy with this. This puts a lot yeah. of people in A, which is deserved. And yeah, it's great character. A lot of great showings in B, and B is more along the lines of the supporting, great supporting character roles. Uh, so uh, I think we, I think this is good. Shall we recap really quickly before we head out? Yeah, yeah. All right. I'm happy with this, except loyal, but
0: you know. <laughs> yeah. No, I actually do think I. No, when I look at it, I get he's why in why
1: good he's company there. now. He's in good company. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, at S tier, the highly coveted spot. We have put Egwene and Moraine. Very well earned there. Some of the most interesting sure. moments of these three books. Then in the A tier, you have Randolph Thor, Nynaeve, Matt, Perrin, Min, Elaine, and Tom. I like that. Moving Tom yeah. up is good.
0: Good for Min and Elaine. Good too. for Min
1: and Elaine. And honestly, good for Tom too. He squeaked it in. Like to yeah. be up there with Matt, Nynaeve, and Rand. Like, come on, that is an honor. Um, so B. We have Lan, Luce Theron, Elias, Loyal, Swan, and Padon Thane, which I'm happy with that too. Yeah. C. We have Fael, Lanfear, Tam, Galad, Gawain, and Morghese. That's totally fine with me. And then in the D tier, better luck next time, guys. Balal, Betholomel, <laughs> and Inktar. So the good news Tough is they're they're Inktar. all dead. So. <laughs> what <laughs> they're all dead now right so that's yep. the end of it that we don't mean they probably won't make it into the next tier ranking um so yeah not, and i agree there's just not enough villains in this like the villains aren't well we didn't do
0: yeah we didn't do it was it ishmael is like ishmael? Spawned, uh, yeah ishmael like we didn't put
1: him in the week you want to mix. throw him in the mix
0: I mean he'd be way better than these other villains. Like he could get a, a B tier or even you could push for A, I think.
1: I can you push for A? I'm
0: happy. I wouldn't no, I wouldn't take the time to if you weren't feeling it. I think B is fair for his, uh, he's I yeah. think B is good
1: because again, sure. he's not fleshed out enough and Right. we want to see more. Um, but for a villain that's a fantastic showing and i'm happy with that so oh surprise sneak in with a and lmb so all right Right. there we have it guys the definitive (laughs) wheel of time books (laughs) one through three character tier list for the Friends Talking Fantasy <laughs> podcast and not for the larger community. Yes, we are you know, going to share this over way. on Twitter and we want to hear your thoughts. I'm curious to see what people yes. think. I think people are going to want to put Rand and Matt higher and, and you Maybe, know, Gwen lower. Yeah. I don't know, Naive lower. Who knows? But this is where we stand. This is what we look for in our characters. And I think we did a yeah. really good job representing. Like, we are consistent across all these characters, I think, and in how we ranked them. I feel good looking at it now. This is worthy of posting on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) The bar isn't preposterously
0: high for what I post on Twitter, I would say. But (laughs) this is better than most of what I do. So I think that... No, I'm actually very excited. I, I hope folks are interested in it. I'm actually super curious to see where people differ from us. And, you know, we're always super open to the conversation. About, oh yeah. We're, I'm we're very flexible about these. Like there's so, so I, I'm tempted I, yeah, to throw these if all disagree.
1: kinds of ways. You catch me in the right mood. I could change some of these quite drastically, but at least for now, I think we're in a really great spot. And I agree. thank you to everyone that stuck with us in the podcast version of a tier list. I hope you enjoyed us talking about the characters and, You had a good time following along, and we appreciate you. Ditto. All right. Well said, Charles. Check it out on Twitter. And unless you have anything else to say, Dylan, I think we're ready for that outro music.
0: Yeah, the only thing I have to say is let's get that sweet, sweet outro music pumping.
1: Well said. Here we go. Alright, everybody. Thank you for listening to yet another very exciting episode of the Friends Talking Fantasy Podcast. This has been your co-hosts, Charles and Dylan today. If you like what you heard, if you want to see this tier list online and comment on it, share your thoughts, best place to do that is going to be Twitter. That's over at the FTF Podcast with a number one at the end. We're also going to be hanging around Facebook and Instagram at the FTF Podcast. You can always shoot us an email at theftfpodcast at gmail.com. And Dylan If they wanted to further support the show in a way that was super helpful, high engagement, and free to do, and they just happen to be listening on Apple Podcasts, what is it that they can do? toss five stars to our podcast. Just
0: click on that Friends Talking Fantasy page on the Apple Podcast app. Scroll down past all those episodes that you're seeing until you start seeing stars. Once you see those stars, clicking five of them would be the ideal number if you want to support the show. Writing a review can be even more helpful if you do have the time for that. But just listening, getting to the end of a tier list that you can't even see yet, <laughs> that is more than enough. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you, guys, so, so much for listening, making it all the way to the end. We appreciate you. And as always, go forth and conquer, friends.